Welcome to the In The Box Tour. We're here to blend the worlds of CrossFit and PT, so we're going from gym to gym and talking all things CrossFit. I'm Dr. Mesa Hanawi. And I'm Hannah Briel, and today we're here with Anya Evanson at Frequency Fitness. Thank you so much for having us here today. We're super excited to get to know you and your gym. I'm super excited to be here with you guys. Thanks for coming. So first question I ask everyone before we dig into a little more about you is why CrossFit? Why CrossFit? Well, you know, I used to be really skeptical about CrossFit, actually. <laughs> I was a CrossFit hater before yeah. I... I was like, why are these people doing... I feel like we talk about this with, like, everyone, because we <laughs> all were like, why would you ever do that to I yourself? literally was like, you're exercising for time. What is this? <laughs> yeah, what are these 10-minute workouts? Like, I need to be in the gym at least one hour. I know, hour. Like, yeah. These little exactly. watts, what is this? Yeah. And I'm not I even would actually... getting abs and triceps. Why am I even there? <laughs> <laughs> the first yeah. few workouts I did that are supposed to be, you know, benchmark workouts for time that should last like six to 10 minutes, I would add like all this weight and be like, this is stupid. I need this to last at least 30 <laughs> oh, minutes. Oh gosh, you would add weight to benchmark workouts? <laughs> yeah, that's like back in the day when you didn't know like the point of a stimulus. I don't yep, think that's I, it. Yeah, that's true. I don't think I Okay, wait, wait, regroup. So why CrossFit? How did you like, why, yeah, why CrossFit? All right, so I was definitely intrigued by it. And, um, you know, I found this gym randomly um, on the internet, actually. Okay. <laughs> I, I sounds like yeah. a bad first date. I found yeah, I this gym on the internet. <laughs> Were you catfished by a CrossFit gym? Yep. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to come uh, see what this is all about. And I really did not fully understand um, CrossFit until I got my level one, I'd say. When I went to that level one seminar, which, by the way, I took way sooner than I ever thought I was going to be <laughs> yeah. taking. Um, I really, really fell in love with it. Like that was the most awe-inspiring and, and just motivating weekend ever. Mm -hmm. And I just realized, like, this is the future of fitness. I mean, this is it. <laughs> CrossFit. You know, what have I been doing? Our we children need one, CrossFit. So. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was just phenomenal coaching. You know, you really understood not not only just the movements, but as far as nutrition goes and how it's scalable to literally any athlete at any age. I just think that's amazing. Um, and the functional movements that you do as well, you know, that are just translatable into daily life, I just think is amazing, so. So when was your first CrossFit workout? Um, well, it was probably in college, because we had a coach there that was the director of intramurals, and he would throw these little CrossFit mm -hmm. workouts together. Um, and I remember him trying to teach me kind of the clean and the snatch for the first yeah. time. I think I still have those videos somewhere, but Ooh, it was somewhere around. Oh, if you have those, you got to send yeah. those to us. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> Before and after. Yeah, yeah, it was sometime my senior year of college, I'd say. Cool. So about, okay. about three and a half years ago. Okay, so not that long. And so yeah, how did you long. go from started CrossFit three and a half years ago to now managing CrossFit gym? Maybe like coaching and then yeah. managing. Yeah, so... I had actually just graduated from art school, um, and I had Interesting. been... Interesting. Yeah. What I, kind of art school? I went to Savannah College of Art and Design. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So the plan cool. was not CrossFit Gym. The plan was not. No. Nope. <laughs> Is it ever, what was, though? What was the plan? The plan was that I was going to score music for film. That was my kind of automated message, you know, that I yeah. told everybody when they asked me. Elevator right pitch, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and I really gave it my all when I was in school. I, I really was determined to find out, you know, if this is what I'm supposed to do for the rest of my life, like, I'm going to go full force. And I did, and I just realized how much I did not enjoy it. Oh. Well, at least as much as I wanted to, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, how much and you thought you would. That's good to find that out, like, young, though. It's not like you had this job for 10 years and you're like, oh. 
This is not what I want to be doing. Like you're not young. Like we're yeah, all it's young like, here. Yeah, but to figure yeah, that out. Not 20 years later yeah, when you're stuck. Like, like, mm-hmm. yeah. And thankfully, my stuck. parents didn't force me you know, into that afterwards. But it was pretty yeah. much like I graduated. I said, Mom, Dad, just trust me. Like I'm going to figure this out, but I know I want to do something in health and fitness because I was honestly probably more part of that small little gym community that an art school mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. than my actual major. Yeah. So I had been a, a student trainer there. And then I decided, you know what, I'm going to try to be some type of like group trainer or fitness trainer, you know, as I graduate. So that's when I found this place online and I pretty much applied as just a part time coach, even though I didn't have any credentials of any sorts um, and came in here. And, you know, I started working out with these guys and just um, going through their internship process, essentially, um, in order to become a part time coach. And that's what I became after about six, seven weeks. And then for about you know a few months, I was a part-time coach. Then I became a full-time coach. And then a year later, I was promoted to GM. So here I am. That was fast. <laughs> it was like, very from fast. Just starting yeah. CrossFit and then being like, I'll figure it out. And now you're like a full-time manager. That's awesome, though. She drank the Kool-Aid. It as seems like it, it really worked out for you. Know, you know, though, like, oh, like if this is supposed to work out for me, it will. But like this did. It really did, and it was a very aggressive yeah. learning curve. Honestly, yeah, like it was exactly. very yeah. uncomfortable. So just from like a business standpoint, I have a question. Being like, how old are you? Twenty-five. So like being super young and being a general manager, because people ask me that all the time. Like, you start this business right out of school, and like I have even a good team behind mm-hmm. me, which I'm sure you have with frequency. Like, what were kind of the challenges going from like coach to GM pretty quickly? Uh. Well, the challenges that were... That might be a loaded question. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. The biggest one was that we had just lost our, our other GM. So he left. And, you know, with that, you know, being a, being a CrossFit, you know, gym, we have a very tight-knit community. And a lot of people looked up to him a lot. And I think it was just a, a huge transition for people to just emotionally kind of accept. Mm-hmm. And so, you know gaining you know their trust like this gym is still going to be okay yeah you know and then also so partly that but also just leading a group of people for the first time like that was a huge kind of daunting task for Mm -hmm. me so you know I love my staff thankfully we have the best staff in the world um but you know it was definitely my first time being any Mm -hmm. sort of boss and I was yeah you know I felt very uh I don't know, uncertain of how that was going to go. But now, you know, it's been a year and I just, I can say that, you know, me and my coworkers, employees, we get along so well. And so I'm still learning. I'm still learning, but always learning. Right. Yeah. So what happened to the, the scoring for films? What happened? Well, uh, that's just kind of sitting on the back burner right now. But do you still, do you still do a lot of music and art? I like to, so my main instrument that I play is piano, and I still like to do that for, you know, just as a hobby. Yeah. Um, I still have a very deep appreciation for music, Mm -hmm. but as far as what I want to do with my life, you know, that would have been a lot of sitting behind a computer, sitting behind a a keyboard and just writing music, and I feel like I I like the human interaction component more. Yeah. So that's ultimately what I think led me to this. I have to segue this. Okay. So I don't know if this is related at all, but you do make a lot of vlogs some motivational monday vlogs that i love watching (laughs) and i feel like all these videos are like 
chopped up and mashed up and there's music and all these things happening do you think that's like maybe a way that you took some of the artsy stuff and are using it in the fitness world yes actually <laughs> that's pretty much the one thing i am doing with my yeah. degree is I'm, I'm making music for these vlogs that i it's do great that's yeah. a great combination yeah like how did this motivational monday i know you make a lot of vlogs but this is my favorite thing so how did this start what what yeah, tell us the story. The actual start of it was when I made my first video that I was going to post on Facebook trying to sell uh, Beachbody products because okay. I was actually a Beachbody coach for like three months. No way. Yes. That's amazing. It's <laughs> funny. And uh, one of the tasks that I had was basically to, you know, present myself as, you know, I'm the coach, like, come to me, buy your supplements, get this program. So yeah. I had to make a video to okay. post on Facebook. <laughs> And it ended up being so terrible, but oh. <laughs> but the recording process was so funny, and my yeah. friend was recording it, and after the fact, she was basically just like, you know, you should make some motivational videos every week or something, you know, just as like, for fun. And that's kind of where it started, okay. and I definitely fell off a few times, you know, I would have these phases where I recorded them, and then yeah. I didn't do them for like a few months, and mm -hmm. then I came back to them, and then I didn't do them. But every time I've stopped, I've gotten signs from people to like keep doing it because that's when people ask we about them. We need your motivational Monday. <laughs> what is? What are your videos like? What oh inspires gosh. you to create the videos? I haven't seen one. I'm definitely watching one as soon as I press stop. <laughs> They're awesome. Yeah. I always. I feel like I'm always end up laughing a ton, which is great. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I, I think I try to incorporate a humor aspect into mm -hmm. it because I feel like you know I personally love motivation videos mm -hmm. on like. You know, I feel like that's a like uh, all CrossFitters thing. Like every CrossFitter loves like a good motivational workout video or something. Who yeah. doesn't though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I love them. So I still watch them. You know, Eric Thomas and Jim Rohn, and I mean Tony Robbins is a huge. I'm a huge fan of his, but I think I just. I was like, there is no funny motivation out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, what can yeah. I do? That's how can I incorporate humor and motivate people, but also be personable and relatable and things like that. I don't know. It's kind of just like a personal, you know, vlog project. So that's fun though. That's cool. Yeah. So you said that you felt like you were more involved in the fitness role, even when you were at SCAD. How did you start? Like, what was your fitness journey like? My fitness journey started originally when I was 18 years old. Yeah, did you play sports growing up or? Recreationally. Okay. I was not an athlete <laughs> by any means. Feel that? I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was on a recreational basketball team and a soccer team. I think we lost all games like on both of them. You were like string C or D. <laughs> but still, you were, you were active, so you started when a you were. A little bit. Okay. I was yeah. more active in the party scene, to be okay. honest. Okay, that's fine too. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, yeah, so I... I just remember being like 16 years old and being like, you know, I really want to go to the gym, but I'm just too young. So I, I literally, I stayed Isn't away from so the gym. that's so funny? Yeah. It is. Because like looking back, it's like now you'll see people who start CrossFit. Like there's CrossFit kids and now. Yeah, I yeah. wish I would have like, started when, when I was we nine. Were, yeah, when we were in high school, like maybe more than our parents, but even then like going to the gym wasn't really no, a thing. No, you thought no, it was like for middle-aged men. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you're in there and like you're, you know, like Victoria's Secret pink yoga pants like, on the elliptical, you just... Like that's what look. that's what girls do, right? Yeah. In the gym. It's like the sorority that's workout, what you think, we would call it. Yeah, exactly. That elliptical. Yeah. Well, when I was 18, I finally felt like, okay, now's the time. It's okay for me to get <laughs> a membership. I'm an adult. I can go to the gym. I can go to the YMCA. I don't finally. need a co-signer. Yeah. yeah. If I can finally order things off TV, off commercials from them at 18, I can go to the gym, right? True. That's how it goes. Yeah. 
So I got a Planet Fitness membership. I started oh, going like three times a week. Planet Fitness. Oh yeah, it started at Planet Fitness. No, Lunk, what's it Lunk called? Lunk Alarm. Lunk Alarm. The Lunk right? Alarm yeah. went off every time I was there. Really? <laughs> you just got I so slow. <laughs> yeah, no, I really didn't know what I was doing for probably the first like two years of my training. You know, I I, I was the girl who just got on the elliptical, started mm-hmm. running, did a few bicep curls afterwards, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna get shredded in three months. Definitely shredded. Girl, for sure. <laughs> did like a little crunch workout and you lasted like twenty seconds. <laughs> the only time you squat is on the Smith machine. Then you yeah. end with seven minute abs and then every you, like, day. Get like, abs in the bathroom as you walk out. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, are they there? Oh, there they are. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you I feel like this. I still do that. <laughs> Leave the CrossFit gym like, oh, oh, I think I got check. an ab. I gained one. That is when they look the best, right after that. <laughs> exactly. Pump, but so. no, yeah, you don't. I mean, if you don't know, you don't know. So you just start going to the gym. Yes. Blindly, and then. And then after you know two years there, I was, or I don't know, maybe a year and a half. That's when I went to college. And I really actually got into lifting. So I learned a lot. We had amazing coaches there at the gym. Um, So I started, you know, squatting properly for the first time, benching, and then um, just kind of learning different movements. And that's when the abs showed up. Okay, got it. That's when they started showing up. But I was still eating, like, bagels every day for breakfast. Yep, hey, love a good bagel. That's funny, though, because I feel like a lot of people, when they go to college, they lose their habits. And they they go to the big wellness center, and they don't know how to lift. And the coaches are just kind of like, meatheads and they just stand around and like look at you weird if you're a girl and you get on the squat rack yeah so it's cool that you had a way different experience yes. than I did for yeah. sure thankfully, yeah thankfully our coaches were not like that at yeah. all they were amazing one is an extremely good CrossFit athlete and the other That's has been cool. like he's he's the biggest buffest man I mean, yeah. I've ever seen but he's he has the most genuine heart so yeah. you know they helped me a ton and I just learned you know throughout those four years kind of more and more and you know mm-hmm. obviously I'm still learning but now it's I guess it's been what eight years total your training age yeah we talked <laughs> about that last I'm time eight training yeah. years old wow that's amazing so <laughs> and then from there you kind of segued into CrossFit yes that's when I right after I graduated I found frequency and started doing CrossFit so how did you end up in Charleston I was born here okay. and moved away a couple times but then after college I really didn't think I was going to come back here but this is just kind of where I found this job and ended up moving back home for a little bit. So, Charleston's the place to be. I feel like once I moved here, I was like, I could live here for the rest of my life. It's great. There's a lot. So when you walked into here, this gym you found on the internet, like a first date, yeah, what like was it date. that kind of like drew you in? What was like your first impressions of like, oh, this is different than a Globo gym or Planet Fitness or probably even your college gym. It's different. So yeah. what was your kind of, that what sucked you in? I'm going to be honest, the first time I came in here, no, this is good. This is, this is actually <laughs> be good. a positive comment. Oh, okay. I thought you were like, the first time I came in here, never wanted to know. No, I remember coming in. I, it was basically my interview was my first day coming oh, in okay. here. And I was so nervous. I had my shirt on backwards. I realized oh, that no. afterwards. <laughs> That's amazing. But it was yeah. inside out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I sat down with the, at the time, general manager, and he just talked me through kind of what this place was about and asked me about what my goals were and things like that. And I just remember leaving and I, I like cried on the way home. I was oh. so happy because yeah. I felt like this is, this it. is it. This is That's the place. Amazing. And I'd never really been involved in such a tight-knit community you know Mm -hmm. I mean that's the one of the probably the biggest reason I love CrossFit now um that I never really knew existed Mm -hmm. um so that's you know I think that is the thing for CrossFitters a lot of times it's like 
they're either they've played sports or even if they're not active, it's like they come into a CrossFit gym and it's like, oh, this yes. is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Like they're this, make, for that this is what they've been looking for for a while. Yeah. Um, so I want to delve into that a little bit more, but first. Frequency fitness is a little bit different. You offer a lot of different kinds of classes, I feel like. And you recently paired up with a kickboxing gym, correct? Yeah, so yes. tell us a little bit about so that. So tell us about like some of the, the different classes Frequency offers and what kind of makes it special. So we do have just general CrossFit classes. Um, and I, you know, that's scalable to literally any athlete. Mm-hmm. So if anybody were to come in off the street, you know, for their first time doing CrossFit, we could take them. You know, if they've been doing CrossFit for years, we could take them. That's that's one reason I think this place stands out from other gyms, too, is the wide range of athletes we have here. You know, we have people, you know, we have 14-year-olds, we have people in their 60s, and then everywhere in between. Mm-hmm. And so it's just cool to be able to work out in that type of environment. You know, I wouldn't say we're like a hardcore fire-breathing CrossFit gym. Um, you know, we're very much a, I don't know, we're just very diverse. You know, so um, that's why we can kind of have every level of athlete in here. Um, But, you know, the CrossFit program that obviously focuses on skill training, strength training, you know, includes all three modalities um, of CrossFit. And then we have Metcon, which is pretty much just the metabolic conditioning portion of CrossFit. So those that are kind of coming in looking for a high intensity interval training type workout, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we don't use the barbells in that class. We don't use the rig, but we do still do the same type of CrossFit movements. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as technical difficulty, the level is a little bit lower. Mm -hmm. So um, just come in, sweat it out. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, come in. Come in for the Metcon? Man, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like when the Metcon comes, I walk out the no, door. No, no, no. Like that is like the part where you, you like feel it the most. But it's just like the fact that people don't even like. What about the lifting part? Like that's the part where I'm like, okay, like I can live, and then I'll die. But that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's just high intensity interval training, you know, circuit yeah. training. Yeah. Um, but there's still strength training. Yeah. Dumbbells, kettlebells, yeah, exactly. and that. Yeah. yeah, we'll still do heavy weight stuff, but it's just more high I, I think honestly those classes like the no barbell crossfit classes sometimes are significantly harder oh yeah dumbbells yeah. are so hard recently, like when you do like single arm stuff oh, like yeah. that, i'm like wow this is so much more. like you think it's gonna yeah. be easier but it ends up sometimes being way worse yeah Absolutely. especially when there's like more like a salt bike or like rowing like then the nor like maybe what the other workout is and then you add dumbbells and you think it's gonna be easier but it's so not yeah Yeah. no they're good they're intense yeah so then we also have our third program that we actually just incorporated onto the schedule here this last week which is our kickboxing program so exciting it is so exciting so we did merge gyms with i see you have some kickboxing yep the bags over there over there There they are they're filled with water actually what yeah that's what you uh are kicking and punching so that's cool Mm mm-hmm but basically, you know, we have all three of those programs now, and the and the kickboxing is also cardio. So okay. that's just that's just similar stimulus to the Metcon classes, but now you're just incorporating kicks, punches, mm-hmm. and know. that's strength too, for sure. I've done yeah, kickboxing. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's a workout for sure, and that's cool to incorporate some sort of like self defense kind of mm-hmm. aspect to it. Something different. Yes. Yeah, yeah, especially I love it. yeah. So do you find that your members kind of like dab into all three? Or are there people that, that you know, only strict, like stick to the Metcon or only stick to the kickboxing? Because I feel like I would want to do all of them. Yeah, so we have actually different membership options for okay. that. So we do have just a kickboxing membership option. We have a kickboxing slash Metcon membership option. And then we have 
the kind of um, the CrossFit or the black membership, which includes CrossFit, kickboxing, and Mac. Okay. So, oh my God. Yeah, we got blue, green, and black. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) The intense one. Kind of like a karate belt. I don't know if there's a green karate belt. I don't know enough about it, but (laughs) maybe you should should start. Well, that's kickboxing, not karate. Never mind. Maybe I'll add karate soon. (laughs) That'll be our next program. So delving into a little bit more about kind of you and frequency. So you were a part-time and full-time coach here, and now you're a manager. So what do you think are like the characteristics or aspects that y'all look for in your coaches? Because I think that, like, there's a lot of gyms that have really great programming, but I think the coaches are what kind of make it or break it a lot of the time. Like, you can have great programming and poor coaching, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So what what do you look for in your coaches? Okay. Um, what we look for is somebody that's going to, first of all, be able to connect with anybody and care about every single person in the gym. <laughs> you know, So even if they're a high-level athlete, like, they should be caring about – you know, the low-level athlete or somebody that's brand new to CrossFit or, you know, like I said, the 14-year-old or the 60-year-old, just somebody that's personable and, and just cares. Um, you know, somebody that's passionate about this more than just a job, I think. You know, you got to be able to embrace the whole CrossFit culture and... Cult culture? Yeah. <laughs> the cult. I prefer lifestyle, but yes. <laughs> Yeah, so somebody that just comes in here and is pretty much just the most enthusiastic person about coaching, really. Um, you know, that's why I think that even if you're in kind of your development as a coach and you may not be the most experienced CrossFitter in the room, you know, maybe there's an athlete that's better than you. As long as you are able to be approachable and personable and you're willing to learn, um, I think that's kind of the biggest characteristics. I remember about that at the L1 them being like your job as a coach is not to make sure that you can show them all the movements like that you can do them all but to make sure that you can teach them all exactly and that you can help other people Mm -hmm. learn how to do them i thought that was interesting because you think when you when you think of a crossfit coach you're like oh they can string ring muscle ups together like all day long but like yeah they can probably do one so that they can show you how to do it. Like ultimately being a coach isn't about your level of fitness. It's about helping others Mm -hmm. achieve their level of fitness. And I think that's a common theme about like, whenever we talk to owners, the answer is never about like their skills or anything. It's about like the type of person they are. They have to be able to do Karen in this many minutes. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's always about the type of person they are. having to care. Mm -hmm. I think that speaks to CrossFit in general. It's like the type of person you are. What did you say? CrossFit makes me a good athlete. Uh, average CrossFit athlete makes me an above average human. Yeah. Something along that. those lines. <laughs> so you all used to be, was it Frequency CrossFit or CrossFit Frequency? CrossFit Frequency was our original title when okay. we first opened. And when was that? That was about six, over six years ago now. So, okay. And yeah. so did you recently change to Frequency Fitness? I think we changed about, it was before my time, but I okay. think it was about three years or three and a half years ago or something like that, maybe even longer. Okay. Do you um, think that's made it a little more approachable? Or? Yes, I think so, because you know we wanted to make sure that people felt comfortable coming to the gym, um, that were just looking for you know some type of circuit training program mm-hmm. or weight loss or like, mm-hmm. you know, some people would hear the word CrossFit and just be intimidated and think, okay, that's you know where all the elite athletes are. I don't or need to go there. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, the games exactly. or what they see on. How do you think you guys um, break that? Because I feel like 
gym, that's like the biggest, I think, barrier for a lot of CrossFit gyms is breaking that Mm -hmm. stereotype because CrossFit is, like you said, infinitely scalable. It's for everybody. Mm -hmm. So how do you think you guys do like a good job of, of breaking that stereotype of like, we're not just like meatheads throwing around weights Mm -hmm. and high level athletes. I think that people would just need to come experience it for themselves. You know, Mm -hmm. if they come in, one thing that we do is, you know, I personally do most of our intros here with people. So when somebody is interested in our programs, I like to bring them in, hear them out. What are their goals? Mm -hmm. You know, what motivates them? um, What obstacles would, you know, not help them reach their goals essentially that they're facing right now. Then I give them a little baseline test. You know, we give them an in-body scan, so telling them what's going on inside their body. Oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. body fat percentage, muscle mass, things like that. And basically with that baseline test too, that kind of helps me paint a clearer picture of where they're at, you know, right now with their current fitness levels and I can just kind of direct them in the in the best way that I can, you know, maybe you should start with just some Metcon Mm -hmm. classes. Like let's just focus on, you know, getting your heart rate up and, and not really using the barbell right now. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we need to, uh, maybe they have been ex- an experienced, you know, CrossFitter or, or an athlete that's been lifting for a while. Okay, mm-hmm. now maybe it's time for you to jump into these CrossFit classes and do some Olympic lifts. But essentially, there's a place for everybody to start here. Yeah, I like and, that. Yeah, we, we also do a lot of personal training. So if that's where we feel like somebody should start, then we'll recommend they start there. Some one-on-one, yeah. Yeah, it's cool that it's so individualized and that you get to really get to know them before you're like, okay, like jump into class and you they get to hear like what you think is best. Because yeah. if I were to walk in here, I would be like, oh, this looks like a CrossFit gym. But if someone who didn't know what a CrossFit gym was and just thought that like, oh, CrossFit, you know, the stigma, would walk in here and just have like, be like oh, this is fitness. And so they wouldn't have to associate it with CrossFit until they learn truly what CrossFit is. Mm-hmm. Because so many people don't know what it is but have that bad stigma in their head and that's why they never walk through the door. So I think that that, that was a great decision for y'all because it's probably helped a lot to get people that would have never walked in before. Yeah, yeah, we pretty much try to find out about them first and then, mm-hmm. you know, if there are any stigmas, I guess they have, you know, try to hear them out and let's, let's, let's prove those stigmas wrong. You know, we take care of our yeah. people in here. Yeah. So. What were your stigmas? Because you said that you had a bad idea of CrossFit too. Well, I was like, there's no way I'm going to build muscle doing these little intense <laughs> yeah. workouts. Like, I, I was just if only we with, knew, like, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that was my biggest things were just, like, I didn't understand how – I didn't understand stimulus. Like you said, mm-hmm. you know, what's the point of these workouts? But yeah. there's so many di- – I just didn't realize how much there was also to work on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, CrossFit incorporates every single oh, yeah. component of fitness. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is the sport of fitness. So that it's just never boring. You know, there's always going to be something they to work, work on. on. Always. And, yeah. yeah. And you get better at one thing, then you want to get even better at it. You want to get better at the next skill. You exactly. want to yeah, string more together. So yeah. It's funny that you actually, your stigma was like, oh, this isn't going to be enough. Exactly. Which is the opposite yeah. of a lot of people's stigma. Like, <laughs> You're oh, like, no, I don't, I don't want an intense six-minute workout. Like, but it's I different because I think about the time I spent in the gym before CrossFit, and it was significantly longer than I spend in the gym now. But my as results, far as like, like yes. volume, but I my results are way better now. Yes. Like if I just went to the gym by myself, I'd be like, oh, I need like a two and a half hour workout to get a good. Now I can go in for the hour class and be smoked for the day. Like that's plenty. Yeah, exactly. It's, just the intensity. it's, it's about what are you putting into that hour. Yeah. Before yeah. I would go to the gym and it was like, okay, I just have to be here for an hour. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like doesn't matter what I'm doing. Yeah. It was like I just need to run for a total of forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Not like, oh, I need to have like my heart rate at this, at the height, like whatever. Yeah. But um, oh, I was going to ask you something else, but I totally forgot what it was. 
So I have actually a couple questions for you. Okay. Um, as far as, I feel like you could say you're relatively new in this position or new or in the fitness world compared to a lot of gym owners and managers that we talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think like you do really well and what do you think you struggle with being like a gym manager? Hmm. Well, the things I do really well, I think that I do make people actually feel like I care about them. That sounded like I don't actually <laughs> like I actually I've been in here. I feel that way, but <laughs> but secretly those motivational Monday yeah. videos. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think that uh, you know, I really every time I'm at the gym or in class, you know, I really try to to pay attention to every single person that's in there and I think people feel that and they feel mm-hmm. respected and appreciated and like they can be anybody in here. So I that we that. basically, yeah, that I, I, I am a very accepting person, I'd say, and so really I'm not judging anyone, mm-hmm. um, and so I think that's, you know, something I do well amongst just my coworkers and amongst the gym, mm-hmm. you know, members, that I, I just care um, about their well-being, and it's, you know, this is just, it's more than a job, you know, um, it's about the actual people. I think that's how it is with CrossFit gyms, because you, it is so much work, owning a CrossFit gym, coaching, working, like... It's a lot of work that you, it can't just be, a, it's not an eight to five. No. So you have to absolutely love what you're doing yeah. to do it well, I think. Yeah. Because you're here all the time. Like, for sure. Even as a coach, like I've coached, and it's just. And it's like not a passive job where you're just like checking off a to do list. Like, there's specific people come in, they're different every yeah. single hour, and they always need your full attention. You have to be it's turned like on all the time. Yeah. Yeah energy intensive. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. It's like you, you don't have the option to come in and. And, and have a bad day. Yeah, no. Coast. Check yeah. it at the door, yeah. and that's how it is. Because Otherwise, then everybody it's not else will like, feel like they have to exactly. have a bad day. Yeah. So, what do you think is the hardest part for you? What do you struggle with? Really, probably just the business side of things. You know, also just being a an art student, I really didn't learn that much about business mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. And being that this is such a small kind of you know business, mm-hmm. I, I've learned the ins and outs now, or I'm learning. But it's just a lot as far as just marketing and numbers and things yeah. like you and that. Me both. I, I, was, I came out of physical therapist and I'm like, oh, I don't know anything about business. But yeah. it's crazy how quickly you can pick up on those things. So yeah, we talk about this all the time. Like first and foremost, if you're good at being with people and hanging out with people and connecting with people, like the business, like the little details or like the skill will come because mm-hmm. it, as long as you care about people at the end of the day, it will always work out and people yeah. will always want to be here rather than some business that's like only about making money mm-hmm. and they have the most efficient business in the world. Like that doesn't, like, that doesn't appeal to me. I yeah. want to know that you care about me and that you're going to help me reach my goals. Who doesn't? Yeah. Thankfully, my boss, you know, the owner of this place is extremely good at uh, helping me with those things. Yeah. So, yeah oh, okay. He's, he's a huge support. So you said that there was another general manager and then he left and you kind of swooped in. Do you feel like that was hard for you and your members because that was like your first full time position and you did you feel like you had to like prove yourself to yourself and also to your members? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> yeah. very difficult for me, for sure. I mean, it was, uh, yeah. And we had we also lost another coach at the same time. Um, not even, not, it didn't relate or anything like that. You walked in and they were like, bye. No. She had already planned, too, to be leaving. So that was a lot of pressure. It was just then. a lot going on. And definitely I, I was not uh, expecting that role to come so soon. 
um, just like I wasn't expecting to get my CrossFit level one so soon when that happened we either. So scoring music for films. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was very unexpected. And we definitely had members, you know, that had a very deep connection with our our last general manager and mm-hmm. ended up, you know, moving on. Um, but I think that just kind of goes. I think that's a normal thing in business to yeah. experience. Um, you know, when a, when a new leader takes over. Um, you know, I'm not going to beat myself up and say I did a bad job, and that's why you know some people did leave because no, you know no. right now you know we're we're thriving right now, yeah. and, and uh, it just that was just a natural kind of the the life cycle that happened. Mm-hmm. How do you think things changed in that transition to them, whoever was the general manager, to where you are now? How do I think things transition? Like, like I don't know, like the community vibe, or just like, how do you think things but, changed in your gym? Is there any? I feel like new things you brought in with you, yeah, your personality, or. Well, I just feel like I don't want to answer this question in a way that's like you know, bashing. Anyone. No, not no, at no, all. No. But everyone leads differently. Everyone's a little bit got a little bit different personality. I think. Yeah. Like, what do you think you brought to the table? Well. I am female. <laughs> yes, he was a the male. The force is female. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, no, we were just talking about that. But like most CrossFit coaches and owners are guys, so it I think is it's awesome. For, yeah, for you. Yeah. I did a rotation in Nashville when I was in PT school, and I I was there for three months. So I joined a gym, and it was oh, owned yeah. by a female. Hillary. Yeah, she's actually dropped into it. She lived in Charleston, moved to Nashville, opened a gym there, um, and. Her coaches were majority female, which is just not that common in yeah. the cross. It's, I mean, it's becoming more and more, but most gym owners I know are male or tend to be a couple, um, and it was just a very interesting and different vibe. And I think like, I go to a gym that's male owned and I love it, mm-hmm. but like there's it, there's just a little bit of a different vibe that comes along with like female coaches and female owners, and I think it um, some of that like like positive body image and like yeah. being super confident and all that that comes with females who cross it and work and out and find that was just so like apparent yeah. there um and I definitely like I've been in this gym and I've worked out here and I definitely think you bring that vibe for sure I think that's it yeah I think you all just answered my question so <laughs> oh, thank okay. you wow. really thank you that was no, too it, easy. It, it's definitely the feminine energy I think yeah yeah, yeah and all that you just said so well, I think some people like kind of have still of a stigma a little bit of like a female coach or a female gym owner, which is unfortunate because you obviously bring so much to the table and so many like like different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And like having a male coach and owner is awesome too. So it's just different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ultimately like find where you're supposed to be. Yeah. I do have to put a PT plug in. So oh. I know like we've done workshops here and different things. I know y'all work with PTs. Um, what is your thoughts on, like, we're here trying to blend the worlds of CrossFit and PT, and I know a lot of CrossFit athletes hate PTs, a lot of PTs hate CrossFit, and there's a little bit, so we're trying to change the narrative, as we always say. So what are your thoughts on, like, physical therapists and how that can blend with CrossFit? Gosh, I wish it would blend more. I mean, I think that the best physical therapists, like yourself, oh, thanks. <laughs> we try. Shameless plug. Are, should be doing CrossFit or some form of fitness. I mean, maybe you can answer this. Like, do you feel like there are a lot of PT athletes or PT uh, people out there that don't do fitness? Unfortunately, yeah. yes. 100%. Which is so ironic. I mean, yeah. health professionals in general, like you'll have doctors who smoke. Exactly. Oh my God, it makes yeah. me so mad. It's like you're going into medicine, but you're forgetting about the thing that is like the biggest medicine in the world like exercise yes mm-hmm. and people are becoming doctors i like got on a rant the other day about this. <laughs> like you're going into medical school and you don't exercise like you don't practice what you preach like 
it's not all about like prescribing medicine. It's about like prescribing a lifestyle of exercise that just makes me so angry. That's it. That's it. So that's really my only thing is like I just wish that if you were going to be a, a PT, you just you should be doing exercise. Like you should be in there experiencing mm-hmm. like same thing with doctors, you know. I just like you're here to take care of us. You're here to prescribe us medicine that's going to heal us like you need to heal yourself yeah, also. Like the yeah. most healing thing that has just been like given to us that is good for you and yeah. has no side effects except for like soreness or whatever yeah. <laughs> is exercise. Exercise yeah. is medicine. Yeah. So I think PTs are wonderful because I think you guys do have a whole another realm of, you know, way to, ways to help people um, than just CrossFit can do alone. Mm-hmm. And so I think that just meshing the two you know, and really finding people's limitations, especially in like just helping them overcome that. I think PT is an amazing thing. Um, But yeah, I think. Yeah, we did a shoulder shoulder (laughs) workshop, losing my words, here, me and Eve. And I think that was just so awesome to see like how to combine fitness and movement and Mm -hmm. what we could learn from each other. I feel like that's what we're trying to do. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because you guys focus more on helping people figure out their actual range of motions or mm-hmm. where they're limited yeah, they and, and overcoming do. those and yeah. to be able to perform better in the gym. Exactly. Yeah, for so. sure. And then in life. And in Becoming life. an above average human CrossFit. <laughs> we should really trademark that, but I better get credit for it. So anyway, okay. So tell us about your programming here. The programming here, so we basically cycle through the three modalities, um, you know, metabolic conditioning, gymnastics, and weightlifting. Um, so every day is going to be different. Yeah. Um, because we have such a wide range of, of athletes, we try to incorporate you know a beginner, intermediate, and advanced version of every single workout. I love that. Cool. Um, yeah. We do weightlifting Wednesdays. Love that. And, wow. And every day, and it's like that's the only day I would show. No, <laughs> and I'm not even like a big weightlifter. It's just like just, sometimes you just want to come to the gym and only weightlift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's probably wrong. But no, it's, it's great. So, we need those days exactly. for sure. Yeah. yeah, but every other day, you know, it kind of cycles through those those modalities. You know, one day we might focus on gymnastics, and then the next day gymnastics and metcon or metabolic conditioning, and then you know maybe all three. But pretty much, it's going to be just different on every single day. Um, you know, I know some some CrossFit gyms have their specific kind of like regimens like for mm-hmm. the entire month and like you know yeah. strength training kind of building programs. Um, but I think that just for the kind of members that we have here people show up on different days you know and it's Mm -hmm. just it would be too complicated to kind of try to make something that structured so we try to just mix it up um and every single time somebody comes in yeah exactly so who does your programming uh right now i do oh um, awesome yeah i've actually been doing it for like the last year but i i definitely have gotten help from yeah um the owner here and uh that's awesome experience yeah yeah that's a lot on your plate like <laughs> it's a lot, but that's actually one of the funnest things time. about this job. Really? I love yeah. doing. I love Programming. doing that stuff yeah. actually. So yeah. tell us about a day in the life of Anya. Which day? Oh, exactly. <laughs> oh. I know for weightlifting Wednesday. <laughs> um, like it just your general favorite routine. day. General, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, during the week, uh, I usually am the one to. I work out at the five thirty a.m. classes mostly. Get it. So I work out, you know, I, I come home, I, I'm very, I really like having mornings to do things for myself. Mm-hmm. So I love, you know, if I can go to the beach and just like jump in the water or, you know, I love listening to podcasts or just anything to do with motivation. Well, we right? have a podcast for oh, you, yeah. actually. <laughs> you heard about the In the Box tour? <laughs> 
I'm such yeah. a pod- I love podcasts. Yeah, I love listening to to good YouTube channels too, like Tom mm-hmm. Bilyeu. You listen to him? I know who that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's amazing. Um, my favorite podcast actually is the MF CEO. The mother F and CEO. Yeah, I figure uh, I was yeah, like, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> like, wait, let me put this together. <laughs> yeah, that. He is he's just a an amazing kind of personal development and business uh, podcast. So awesome. I learned a lot about it. I'll have to subscribe to that. I bet that yeah. helps for your motivational Monday vlogs. Yeah, it helps. <laughs> it definitely helps more with I'd say my leadership though, just mm-hmm. as far as, you know, who I'm developing into here yeah. um, in my role. So Yeah, for sure. Um, just trying to do those types of things in the morning. Um, I love going to Bikram Yoga as well. That's another thing I try to incorporate at least once a week. That's awesome. Um, love yoga. I need to do it more. Yeah, and then I pretty much come here in the afternoons and and uh, work. I do personal training. I coach. I take care of the administrative stuff. So, and then on the weekends, I love going to coffee shops. Mm. Um, Looking at Mesa's coffee right now. Yeah, Mesa loves coffee. It's just like a What's your session. favorite coffee shop in Charleston? Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah, hands down, so vintage coffee. Where That's at? my. I live right by there, we and saw I go each there all there. the time. Yeah, yeah. across from your house. Yeah, it's uh, down the street. It's really oh, good. Okay, it's like in this cute old white house yes and is there a lot of room to like get it's things adorable. done yeah it's a uh, they, have, it's, they have inside and outside seating and they're attached to like a coastal crust restaurant oh shoot why do you like it so much because of the pizza first of all they have the best coffee ever like literally the also best co- they have my favorite coffee they have like they're so such good food yeah, their food is amazing, and their staff is amazing. I pretty much know their entire staff yeah. because I go there so much. So yeah, they always just... like, oh hey Mesa, you're back. Oh, back. It's been a few days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, this is. <laughs> but yeah, it's so good. Um, okay, so we have a few like quick questions for you. Spitfire. Cool. So yep. first thing that comes into your mind, go. That's how it's gonna be. Ready? <laughs> okay. okay. Oh gosh. Favorite breakfast. The breakfast I eat every single day. Actually, I have two breakfasts. Okay, Shoot. come on, come okay. on. Okay, what is All right. it? Um, all right, my second breakfast, it is sweet potatoes, okay, eggs, okay, Canadian bacon, okay, spinach, okay, um, there's some onion in the eggs. Sorry, what's Canadian bacon as ham. opposed to American bacon? It's, it's like, like round ham slices. Oh, I didn't know that. Sorry, go on, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, either half a banana or some uh, pumpkin seeds and dried cranberries. So it's like a big breakfast, but yeah, I love it. second one. That's my second. That's like my post workout. Like so it's like, like when I have a whole highlights a on my Instagram for breakfast. Like I need to start doing clock. that. Like we have an obsession with breakfast. Okay. Next. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Favorite workout. Favorite workout. Favorite workout. Um, like CrossFit Wad. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, this one that this was one that I did before. I came here. This was like one of the original CrossFit workouts oh, I did that I had okay. way too much weight to, and you know, just one of too much. Um, but it's called Victoria. Have you done it? No. no. What's that? So it's five rounds We're for time. Yeah. It's got box jumps, thrusters, oh. sumo deadlift, high pulls, burpees, oh. and kettlebell swings. That's your it. favorite one. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have worst. to do this and video it. Oh good. For Can't sure. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Least favorite workout. Mm. That's like, I know that. I know like three off the top of my head. Oh, gosh. You just love CrossFit so much. You don't have a favorite. I'm really trying to think. Like We can come back to it. Probably anything with tons of running because I'm really just not a great fast runner. So anything with with a lot of running. Fair. All right, favorite movement. 
I'm gonna be that girl and say thrusters because oh, nobody yeah, says thrusters. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Everybody yeah. hates them, but well, I love the clean, first of all. I wanted to say the clean, but then I was like, I feel like everybody says that. So I'm gonna just thrusters, also throw in thrusters. Horrible. Okay, so More least back. favorite movement. Least favorite movement. We've already ruled out thrusters. Probably. Yeah, what would it be? Shoot. Running. Running. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Favorite song or music to work out to? Okay, right now my favorite song is Boom by Tiesto and Gucci Mane. BRB, writing this down. <laughs> Adding it to the I song love Gucci playlist. Mane. Yeah, okay. okay. And embarrassing moment in the gym or first workout, CrossFit workout ever? Embarrassing moment in the gym. Because I feel that's like one and the same because your first workout ever is always embarrassing. I'll talk about my most embarrassing moment. Well, so I was wearing white pants. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Okay. And you know when you do ab mat sit-ups without a yoga mat sometimes. And you oh grab God, your tailbone And drop. you get a raspberry on your tailbone. Okay, why are we not talking about this more? Because I swear. <laughs> Literally, like, we need to bring awareness The to other this. day, and I was like, I can't sit in the movies. I did too many sit-ups today. Yeah. Like, and I was with all like, CrossFit friends, and they are like, sorry. Like, we get, they all like, like, knew exactly. I like, brought it up at the gym the other day, because I was like, can we use a mat? And the guy looked at me, like another member, and he was like, <laughs> What do you mean? And then he felt it during the workout. He's like, oh my God, I, I got like, the butt wait burn. wait till you shower. Yeah. You'll have the raspberry. It hurts. Like my butt okay. will never yeah, be Yeah, you same. will notice it in the shower if you don't notice it before. But yeah, yeah I, I oh basically have bled through my white pants. So that <gasps> That's was no, great. I've that definitely bad? bled from a sit-up before too. From yeah. high volume sit-ups. Not, yeah. sit not one sit-up. One sit-up. <laughs> that was the worst sit-up of my life. life. The other day yeah. we did three minutes max sit-ups. Yeah. And I did like. Did you bleed from that? Um, I have a This is why people think CrossFit is bad. Yeah. It's just for shit, people, if you squeeze your butt a little more, but you know, sometimes you get tired and wow, this is a great conversation. Okay. <laughs> okay, goal for twenty nineteen. Definitely get a muscle up. Okay. That's been my goal for like the last three years. Well, so um, in the box that. is having a muscle up workshop this Sunday oh, if you would wow. like to come. Um, I didn't even mean to do that. Today is Sunday. Look, next oh. Sunday. Sorry, okay. it's February seventeenth. So this will be released tomorrow, so then it'll be next Sunday. Oh got it. Okay. Are we done with the Spitfire? Yeah, I'm done if you're done. Okay, so I have a couple. Now you don't. You can slow it down. You don't have to be. No, these are fire. No. <laughs> so, a couple serious questions to end on. Um, how has CrossFit impacted your life? It has made me so disciplined. It has brought just. I mean, honestly, just the people that I've met through CrossFit. I probably are is the biggest impact. You know, just the community and the family that I've made in CrossFit. Yeah. I always say some of the best humans I know are yeah. from yeah, CrossFit. Exactly. I yeah. feel like you also have a like just from talking to you, I feel like you take such an active role. Like obviously you're the general manager, but you could you could be like just a manager if you want, but it sounds like you really do so much here and that you care so much and you everything is so individualized and it just sounds like this is a great place to be. <laughs> so on that note, what would you want a drop in or a new member to know about your box when they come in? I would want them to feel right at home. So, you know, I want to be able to, even if you're just a traveling CrossFitter and you have to go to all these different boxes because mm -hmm. of your work schedule, like, I'd hope that we would just be that box that they came into and just felt like part of the team immediately. Yeah, and I've dropped in here a couple times and worked out, and you definitely get that vibe yeah. here. It's awesome. Um, if you had to describe your community in three words, what would they be? Loving, funny, and 
freaky because we're freaks here. Okay, I was yeah. hoping that was going to get brought up. We were talking about <laughs> Describe yeah. your ideal significant other. <laughs> Loving, funny, freaky. Right. <laughs> so, so wait, was that like a... Were, did one day did someone just be like, we're the freaks from Frequency and it started? Or like, how did this... I just need to know. I don't know. I just came I know in you here like, and it was just like... You were a freak. Yeah, yeah we, just, we, just, we freak out every day after class on three. We go freaks on three. And then yeah, we one, two, three, Oh, freaks. that's fun. But it's like F-R-E-Q. It's F-R-E-Q. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's awesome. So tell our followers where we can find you and your gym. So you can find our gym here in Mount Pleasant at 589 Bell Hall Parkway. <laughs> We're right behind Waffle House. Oh, solid. So if is you like, like Waffle House, a combo you know, for y'all, like you come here, you go to Waffle House. No, actually, I'll say that I have honestly never been to Waffle House here. That's the discipline that CrossFit has brought into okay, her life. Yep. People like really don't like Waffle House. I'm like, have you ever been? <laughs> Like, yeah, it's not like the cleanliest of establishments. But like, if you're going to Waffle House, that's not what you're going for. Yeah. I think I think this one next door to us is actually the most popular one in South Carolina. Like, that's it's the hilarious. most. Uh, Hannah's like, we're dropping in. I we're doing Victoria. We're going to Waffle yeah, House. We'll see you next week because. Yeah. Mm. So you find us there in Mount Pleasant. You can also find us on Instagram, Frequency underscore Fitness. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Frequency Fitness. Um, you can find myself on Instagram, Anya Evanson. It's A N J A though. Yes. Yes. Dot E V E N S O. And you can find your motivational Monday blogs on there too. You can actually, yeah, I do have my link in my bio there right. on my Instagram. Awesome. So okay. there you go. Everyone will be checking these out. Okay, what was the the videos that you said of you doing your first like clean and jerk or something? That was just like on a phone. Okay, but, well, yeah, you, you can find those and send them. We're gonna That'd attach them. Yeah, to this I do sure. have some from the very first time I was like here. That yes, are send very... those. We're gonna attach this yeah. onto this podcast tomorrow. It's gonna be great. I'm All gonna right. have to record some updated ones though, so you guys <laughs> for sure. before yeah. and after side by side. <laughs> All right, so everyone, thank you for listening. Make sure to give us a five star rate rating and review us on what is it iTunes podcast? Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever. Thank you for listening. See you in the next box.